You're listening to the Zeptepi Studios podcast. Oh, wow. Do I ever have a question for you? No, this is a good question to ponder. When you seek company, do you seek the right kind or the wrong kind? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we all need human connection. We all need support and friendships and a, an inner circle. Even if it's small, we don't all need a lot of friends, but we need at least one friend, two friends, three, that we could really rely on and have regular human contact with. And especially in these days, we definitely need that with all the social distancing and all everyone's isolating. We need to come together more than ever. With that being said... I find so many people, and myself included, it just happened. We go to someone expecting, maybe not so expecting, but hoping that they would be supportive, understanding. And I guess, I don't want to say make you feel validated, but not make you feel wrong and off and just not good. You know those kind of people. After you talk to them, you just don't feel very well and you have to lift yourself back up again because they brought you down to their level. Well, sometimes I find that we go after people like that. Subconsciously, not knowingly, not even meaning to intentionally, but we do because maybe there's no one else around or we don't know anyone else that is different We don't have an alternative. Now, this was the case for me for a long time. I grew up an only child, and I didn't have very many friends, and I moved around a lot. My parents were divorced, so they weren't my friends either. And I was pretty alone. And I found I craved human contact so much because I was constantly isolated. Constantly. And I felt very alone in the world. And even though I knew I didn't have a good relationship and would never have a good relationship with my parents and the toxic people around me, I still, I reached out to them when something good happened to share the good news. I reached out to them when I had a problem that I wanted support with. And every single time I would leave the conversation feeling awful just low low vibrational energy feeling down on myself feeling hopeless no confidence in myself there's no encouragement on their end it was always criticism it was always you can't do that what makes you think you can and i'm we've all dealt with people like this in one way or another i'm sure you have and if you haven't you need to experience this because you're going to learn lessons from people like this and the biggest thing you're going to learn and hopefully it's not going to take too much suffering (laughs) to learn this is that when we have people like that in our lives we have to either one examine if it's a good idea to have them in our lives or not and two is that maybe we shouldn't go to them for a lot of things. There's only a certain kind of 
group of people that you're going to want to share good news with. Good news is good news. But if you go to the wrong people with good news, that isn't going to be good news to you anymore. You're going to be left feeling uneasy. Those are the wrong people to go to about good news. You want to go to people who feel inspired by you, who want to encourage you, who want to see you succeed and encourage that and are happy for you, genuinely happy for you when something good happens to you and for you. Not jealous, not like overly critical. It's good to have criticism on a certain level to a certain degree. But you know what I, you know the difference of people I'm talking about. I find that we sometimes slip into that area where we still go to them occasionally because maybe maybe it's convenient, maybe you're testing the waters or maybe you really hope that they'll change. I know that was the thing for me. I kept going to my family, my parents, and certain friends in the past because I'd hoped they'd change. I thought after some time, maybe they grew up, but it was never the case. And I think once you get a good experience of dealing with people like that, you you can kind of get a better idea of whether or not that relationship, friendship, whatever dynamic is worth holding on to or not is there going to be future progress with this if there's not then that's when we need to ask ourselves is this friendship relationship dynamic worth hanging on to or is it in my best interest to let it go for both parties because we're at different levels of comprehension and just human development and that's okay this isn't making these people the, the bad guy. People like this, as difficult as they are and as much as they can bring darkness into our lives, we are the ones in control of whether or not we let them in or not. And I think we forget that. There are so many years that I suffered from, yeah, abuse from family. And as much as they will deny that to this day, that is the what I went through. And... I thought because they're family, I can't let go of them or put my foot down or even just simply put a boundaries with them. I was a walking doormat. But it's not like that anymore. And my relationship with them is a lot different. And I know not to go to them with certain news. I keep my life very quiet and private from them for good reason. Because... Anytime I go to them about anything good, it just brings me down. So if you recognize that in your own life, then maybe it's time to examine whether or not you should put up some boundaries, which is a very healthy thing to do, and which will teach you a lot and make you grow immensely as a person. And, or, if you're going to have to let go of that relationship, whatever relationship that is, to whomever it is. And it doesn't matter if they're family. It doesn't matter. It de- all these things don't matter. Because if you as a person are not being respected and heard, then it's time to 
say adios amigos and be done with that so what what do we do when we start to recognize that we're starting to keep the wrong company that we're surrounding ourselves with people who aren't lifting us up there are people who are dragging us down instead when it shouldn't be like that what do we do well i guess it's time for a detox that would be the number one thing that i recommend and this can be a little bit difficult or it might be extremely liberating it's different for everybody and it depends on the context but as all detoxes are a little bit nasty in the beginning and all the waste comes out that's how it's going to be. And then in the end, you're left with a clean slate and a blank, solid foundation to work from. And things can only get better from there. So detox your life. Detox all the crap out of your life, all the drama, the people that bring you down, or put up boundaries. If, it, if boundaries will work, great. If boundaries won't work, get them out of there. It's that simple. It is. And if we make it any more complicated than that, then that's just us making it more complicated than that. It's not it being complicated. Trust me. I thought for years that I had to be in a constant battle with my true self and the people I'm surrounded by. And then once I freed myself, I realized it doesn't have to be like that at all. It can be really tricky when we're all alone, so I don't recommend completely detoxing the people out of your life if you can't handle that initially. Sometimes what it's good to do is um, start cultivating a good inner circle. Start cultivating a good circle of friendship, a good support team. And you know, there's so many people out there just like you looking for the exact same thing you are. And with these days with the internet, it's just possibilities are endless you can meet so many amazing people and they don't even have to live where you live they can be all around the world and man having that supportive friendship with people it shifts everything and once you start feeling supportive and and heard and actually genuinely cared about then you'll have more confidence to let go of the people who are dragging you down, you'll go, oh, I see. This is what real friendship is supposed to be like. This is what respect is when people are supposed to respect me. I see. Wow. My experience before this, way different. Okay. I can't do that anymore. I have a no, I have a zero tolerance policy for disrespect. And then it's going to be a lot easier to remove those people out of your life. Because if you're only surrounded by toxic people and you don't have anyone else, going from... I don't want to be saying codependent on toxic people, but having them as your only uh, circle, I guess you could say, and then going to be alone can be extremely traumatizing, hard. It could also make you go back to them and you hear that a lot in toxic relationships um like romantic relationships and where you know there will be an abusive partner and the person will leave but they don't have anyone else to to run to like family or friends and they don't have anywhere else to go so they leave for a bit and then they end up going back that's 
the same kind of pattern I'm talking about here. But this kind of pattern, it's in every kind of relationship, romantic, not family, whichever. So detox your life or get your circle initiated, your good support circle initiated first and then detox the people out of your life. But definitely start with boundaries at least first. Boundaries would be the first thing. Start your inner circle, detox the people in your life so it's much easier. And then enjoy your life and keep cultivating those connections. We need to have human connection. We need to seek friends. And also, it's important to be open to having friendships with people who aren't like us. And that's something... I think a lot of people have been struggling with for quite a long time. The most that you're going to learn from someone in life, if you're, a, if you're wanting to grow as a person, the most you're going to learn from someone in life is from someone that's not like you. They're going to teach you the most that you don't know. They're going to offer you the kind of learning and experiences and opportunities that someone like you couldn't. We have a tendency of having a very tight circle based on people who have all the same interests as us, who like the all exact same food as us, the music as us. And that narrows down the possibilities to learn and experience so much. I truly value and appreciate my very wide spectrum of friendships. I have so many really good friendships that I have cultivated over the years and I've worked very hard to seek out people like this. And they didn't just come to me initially. I was all alone. I really had to go out of my comfort zone and put myself out there. Like doing this podcast right now, it's not something I would have been able to do even a few years ago. Absolutely not. I was crippled with anxiety. I was diagnosed with social phobia. There's absolutely no way I could talk to someone at a grocery store even. That's how bad it was. But I got to where I am now by going out of my comfort zone. And I think as soon as you get comfortable with getting out of your comfort zone, so many doors open up. It just starts flowing in. All these opportunities, all these learning lessons, all these experiences. It is amazing. Don't close yourself off. With that being said, don't take any shit from anyone. Don't let people walk all over you. Healthy boundaries. If you don't know what you want in a friendship because you've been surrounded by toxic people most of your life like me try this exercise sit down and imagine if someone came to you with a problem just imagine any kind of scenario like a really actual issue like maybe their mom just died or their dog got diagnosed with cancer just something really awful and they come to you for support just for an, an ear, just some, a shoulder to cry on, anything. What would you do? What would you really do? Sit, sit down and write down what you would do and how you would support them and how you'd feel 
and how you would genuinely feel about them and and how you just want to take away their pain because they don't deserve to hurt like that. Write that down and then sit there and then read it over and realize that's the kind of friend that you need. You need the kind of friendship and human connection from people equal to what you give out to others. Nothing less than that. More than that? Great. Nothing less than that. And you need to make that a rule for yourself. Anything less than that? You're just allowing it. You're hurting yourself. So be conscious of that. Do exercises like that. Put yourself in different scenarios. If someone came to you with good news, how would you react? Thrilled for them, generally happy, ecstatic, wanting to encourage them to celebrate and to be really proud of themselves. That's the kind of friendship you need. Anything less than that, it gets the back door. It gets the boot. So this is all something to really sit with and think about and ponder and think about the different layers in your life where this could be happening. Examine your friendships. Examine who are you around? What kind of people are you around on a daily basis? How do they make you feel? How does it make you feel being around these people? Does it lift you up or does it drag you down? It's that simple. If it lifts you up, great. If it drags you down, can you put boundaries up? Yeah, sure, great. If not, get them out of there. Start detoxing the people out of your life. If you're really alone and you don't have anyone, start cultivating friendships. Go online, look for support groups. There's there's Facebook groups, there's everything on social media. You can just go on Instagram and there's so many, so many people online that just want the same thing you do, that just wants to connect with other people, especially right now with all this COVID crap going on. Everyone just wants to have that human connection. That's all people want. That's, and that's the biggest thing we need. And that's the thing that we're all lacking a lot of. So cultivate your inner circle. And then once you have a good, you know, when you're feeling confident, you're starting to realize and you're seeing the difference between how people, how those people that drag you down, how they treat you versus the difference of how your new people treat you. You'll see the staggering difference. If you start spending time with the people that treat you great for a while, and then you go and you take a visit to the people who drag you down, oh, it's going to be like tasting a bitter drink. You're going to be like, whoa, man, what was that? Like, no, no, no. No, I'm not used to this anymore. I'm used to the other stuff. I'm used to the kindness, the generosity, the genuine love and support from my friends and from my relationships. And the relationship with myself What's your relationship like with yourself if you're allowing people to treat you terribly, right? There's kind of like these two sayings I live by. And it's, we accept the love we think we deserve. And imagine being loved the way you love. Those two things. Remember those two things. Remind yourself of those two things whenever you need it.
and follow these steps and see how your life changes because the people that we surround ourselves with determine our success greatly, determines our self-confidence greatly, our self-image greatly. It's not about needing validation from other people. Everyone needs human connection. That is human nature. Without that, we deteriorate mentally, emotionally, physically. So follow these steps. See how your life changes. And send me a message. You can send me a message on uh, Instagram at Zeptepi Studios. And uh, I'd love to hear how this affects you and how this changes your life for the better and what you gain out of it because remember when you let go of things that no longer serve you that makes room for things to come into your life that is alignment with you all right well thank you so much for listening and joining me in today's show i will see you next week have a wonderful wonderful day Visit our website at www.zeptepistudios.com and our Instagram at Zeptepistudios.